Welcome. I'm Chad Grills. This is the Mission Daily. I'm joined by Ian Faison. And today we're talking about how to get more energy, something that I think everyone that's listening might want more of. I definitely want more energy. And can I have a quick little, I guess it's a confession. I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. This I'm is my in. second cup of coffee in the past like two hours. And by cup, I mean thermos. <laughs> So, so this I'm is, betraying uh, this as we're reco- as we're recording this podcast. I'm betraying the tenets of this, but I can't tell you this is why we're talking about it because it's so so important to solve problems at their root. But like, yeah. oftentimes you don't ever encounter a solution to a problem, or you're not even even like willing to consider a solution until you get kind of like at the your wits end type thing of you know frustration or like same cycles and stuff and like caffeine is a great one where, you know, it's like, I mean, personally, like it's kind of a love hate relationship with caffeine and I'll try to go on it, go off it and um, experiment with, do I have more energy when I'm on it? Do I have more energy when I'm off it? Um, Cause it's really challenging, right? It's so easy to just keep going back to caffeine. And I know personally, it's something that whenever you need more energy, I've like relied on it way too much in the past. And when we had Grayson, that was actually the day we had him was the, I think I'd been without coffee for like uh, a week and a half or two weeks, like going yeah. off the cycle. And it was like, you know, a couple more days and no sleep and just had to turn back to it. So uh, we realized that you're out there in the trenches and <laughs> maybe you're struggling with this as well. So I think this is a uh, going to be a really cool episode to get a handle on things no matter where you're at. Yeah. And this is another two-parter. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to get more energy through the lens of exercise and a few other things. And then tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking about how to how to get more energy from sleep. Yeah. And specifically, like how to optimize your sleep um, and some of the biggest challenges to getting good sleep. And so, so as always, we're going to share a few exciting tidbits and studies and different sort of things that hopefully give you some insights on on how you can get more energy. Let's go. So that starts with endogenously dosing the precursors and hormones and chemicals that your brain and your body needs instead of relying on an exogenous uh, stimulus. So coffee is your great example of something that comes exogenously into your body that you take in and then the caffeine blocks the adenosine receptors in your brain and you feel awake and alert. You don't feel tired anymore. So an endogenous solution to the energy shortage and problem might be to consider dosing some of the neurotransmitters in your brain that are going to lead to long-term energy. Specifically, there's a neurotransmitter called BDNF1, brain-derived neurotropic factor. And this is what stimulates a lot of neurogenesis. It uh, helps facilitate the myelination, myelination, I think that's it, of neural pathways, which is basically um, you know the insulation around your neural circuits. And you can get more BDNF in your brain after just 20 minutes of cardio. So that's it. Hold on. Let's take a step back. Yeah. Because that was more words than my brain can process, which is Same personally because I, I, I drink. learn how to say some of these. Okay, go ahead. I drank too much coffee. Um, so say that, say that again, but with like what, what all of the things that you were just saying is basically there's this thing called BDNF that helps us do blank. Yeah, it helps your brain. It helps uh, stimulate neurogenesis. So new neural stem cells 
um, everything your brain needs to regulate itself, function properly, clear out the uh, plaques that are increasingly being shown to cause Alzheimer's and things like that. Um, this is a uh, what doctors, they literally call it, quote, miracle grow for the brain. And if you are releasing this in your brain, you're not going to have to look outside. So there's um, you know wisdom from Eastern philosophical traditions and things like that always advocate looking inside as opposed to looking outside for the answer to your your problem. Great. So when you're saying looking inside, you're, or well, when you're saying looking outside, you're saying I'm going to pour coffee into my body and that is going to give me caffeine, which makes my brain function at a higher rate. And when you're saying looking inside your body, you're saying there's things that you can do that allows your body to produce BDNF, which helps you will give you long term energy production. And uh, yeah, definitely. And so there's a price to pay and there's more of an upfront investment in that. So, you know, 20 minutes of cardio or a bike or running or something like that, that requires you to make uh, a really large investment. The biggest portion of that investment that you're making up front is psychological because it is hard to make yourself do that. But if you do do that, um, you get rewarded. It's the same concept with like investing. Like it's not fun to do upfront, but as you start to see the compounding returns and some gains, then it becomes uh, a bit easier. Um, but it's something, it's, it's very much a practice where you can look outside or you can look inside. And so one of the, one of the folks that has, or she's an author, she wrote Willpower, Kelly McGonigal, no relation to Professor McGonagall from Harry Potter, spelled different. I mean, maybe I'm not maybe sure. she's an inspiration. Um, so she said that the ability to do what you need to do, even if part of you doesn't want to, is kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, definitely. And it's um, something that you know, if we try to do this on our own, we'll almost always fail or have some setbacks and things like that. Um, so this is something that. I think you need to find at least one accountability partner or one friend or somebody else that you can talk to about this. Because if you don't verbalize this, if you don't um, really talk about it and get others involved, it becomes really, really difficult. And one of the great things is too, when you start to verbalize it or try to get others involved, oftentimes you'll get a pushback that inspires you to take the action to do it. Um, So what do I mean by this? Sometimes I mean that, or not sometimes, but what I mean right now is that When you try to do something new, it's really hard to do on your own until you get someone that says, you'll never do that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So basically, you want to look for that inspiration because if you find the person that says, you can't go, you can't go without coffee. I've known you for 10 years. You're always going to drink coffee. You're always going to drink caffeine. What do you want to do? Prove that. (laughs) I mean, typically, maybe it's just me. It would actually make me want to have a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that's, um, I mean, you get my point, right? That there's totally. um, that's when you start to explore around that, that's where you get the real inspiration for, yeah, exploring some of those things. That's why I can't, that's why I'm so excited about the future of wearables and things like BioStrap and Fitbit and things like that because I love when I hear, this is another one of those things where people post all the time on social media with like they, I don't, I don't know how they do this, but that's probably really easy. They'll go for a walk or a run or whatever. And then it like auto populates to Facebook. And I know everyone hates that, but I love that stuff. I'm like, good. 
you should feel proud that you just went on a run because that's a good thing. And, you know, I know you want to signal that to your friends and that might seem obnoxious to some people, but who cares? They're actually doing something good. And I love it when people talk about getting their steps in because I'm like, yeah. at least they feel confident enough to get their steps in. And I, that's why I think that these wearable, it's just going to make you, and I know that. Well, it's it's accountability in a sense where you pay some money, so you have some incentives, and then you set the stakes, which is like you start to post online, and then if you stop posting, people will probably ask you like what happened, and you know they might chastise you if your uh, you know your run time's really slow or whatever. Like it creates a beautiful feedback loop of incentives, stakes, commentary from friends, and things like that. And that's you know getting started. You have to get started by any means necessary. But so. I think this goes into some of the tribal nature of all of this, which is like yeah. the whole point of a tribe is everyone keeps each other accountable. That's like how you survive, right? Yes. And so I think, and I think the the corollary to this was, or the precursor was everyone had a scale in their house. So you could go stand on the scale. And basically what it did was made us all miserable. Because we'd walk in and we'd see the scale and be like, I gained five pounds, I lost five pounds, I did these sort of things, which is a stupid reductive measure that has no, it like, you know, you can be super overweight and then you can get an amazing shape and you weigh the same amount because your body composition changes. So it wasn't actually a good predictor, but things like steps is a pretty solid predictor of at, at some minimal level of physical activity. Yeah. And it's like having you, having you start to think about those things is ridiculously important. You need that physical activity in order to think more clearly about your choices. You're going to be more conscious and have more, much, much more willpower if your brain is flushing out all of the bad things. So it's like, you can't transform your body to where you want to be overnight, but you can transform your brain. And so you can have slightly better thoughts the next day. You can do the cardio, the 20 to 30 minutes that enables you to think just a little bit longer um, before you choose that extra cup of coffee or whatever that you don't want to do the next day or, you know, forego the sugar and, you know, in favor of uh, whatever else. So, you know, Mark Cuban um, from Shark Tank and owner of the Dallas Mavericks, he, I remember him saying stuff like this before he was on Shark Tank talking about how the craziest thing in all of healthcare is that you don't get baselines because if you had a baseline of how healthy you were at, at like all the time, then you could figure out whether or not your patterns have changed. I think, and not to get into the, the negative side effects of like, you know, other companies and, you know, uh, insurance companies having your baseline. But if you start baselining yourself with, this is the amount of steps that I'm getting in on a daily basis, you've taken one step of action towards holding yourself accountable and telling friends and doing that sort of stuff. Just those one steps and being like, hey, you know, 20 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of cardio. Now you know that it gives you more D- BDNF. That's something you can't buy off the shelf. You can't, you know, you can't take a pill and solve the problem. You have to actually do the work. Like I think that stuff allows you to start to say, hey, I had a lot more energy this week. Yeah. And maybe it's because I started eating much healthier or maybe it's because I actually had the most steps that I've ever had. Just things like that. Yeah. And I think that it's in a in an age where there's going to be more and more pills and quick solutions for things. The push to try new exogenous solutions to things is going to be, it's just going to keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So we have to get really um, proactive with starting to explore 
what our bodies uh, can do endogenously with the right type of stimulus. So, and the beautiful thing is like so much of these uh, ways to dose BDNF1 or anything like that are cheap or free. They literally require such a small investment. Everyone can walk or everyone can uh, get out and get cardio uh, by some means. And so all of the research around BDNF, BDNF1 is, um, pop, I think it was popularized by one person from Harvard named Dr. John Rady. And he wrote a great book called Spark, which generally zeroed, zeroes in on the uh, magic of cardiovascular exercise. And if you get online, you can just do a quick Google search and start to see some pictures of the brains of people who have a more sedentary lifestyle in mid-age versus the brains of those who get a moderate amount of cardiovascular exercise. So these aren't like professional athletes or anything like that, uh, but it's it's staggering. And the brains of sedentary people are basically, um, they're already in the running for Alzheimer's. And the brains of people who are just a little bit more active are good to go. And they're much more uh, malleable. They can learn new things more quickly. And so BDNF1 isn't something that you can just stroll down to the store and buy or order online. Thank God you can't. Maybe someday in the future you can, um, or maybe you can right now on the dark webs. And that's a horrible, horrible idea. So most things that we exogenously dose are going to come with unintended side effects. And through exercise and everything, it's just we can start practicing really cheap ways to give ourselves what we need. So it, it requires a small price to pay, 30 minutes of your time. And what we talked about earlier is that it facilitates the growth of um, the fatty coating that goes around your neural pathways. So myelin, it's specifically, I think it's called myelin three. And so just like electrical wires need proper insulation in order to work really well, you need the proper type of insulation around your neural pathways, which that's going to help you learn new things. It's going to help you remember things, recall information. Uh, and generally have, you know, accomplish what, whatever you need and you're going to have more energy because your neural pathways are properly insulated. So that gets back to the root cause of energy. So there's so many different ways to fix the symptoms of problems. And there's only a few ways, though, to get back to the source and address problems at their root. And that is what we'll be discovering next episode. Part two is optimize the sleep. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.